1: What a
2: boring episode of Monday Night Raw. I'm oh. watching it the whole three hours, and not a single released NXT star debuts on it. I didn't miss anything, did I Andy? No, I was disgusted, and I hate Triple H. So Dexter Loomis came back. Sorry, my yeah. mic is there. Uh... Stiff. Come on. <clears> we can do this. And pull. I just move it that way. Yeah. I think it's that Sat Imiangi. he has been all over my mic. There we go. Hello and welcome to the WWE Raw Review. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Please give us a subscribe, leave a comment down below, press the thumbs up button, but most importantly, get in your Ultra Chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll be reading out every single one of them over five US dollars before the end of the show. Mm. Now... This episode of Raw, we'll get into it, I think was actually a little bit, a little bit boring. Yeah, not a lot happened.
3: There were some fine matches, Uh, but I think because of the optimism we had last Mm -hmm. week, uh, I was expecting maybe a bit more,
2: but it actually felt like a... Just a normal, okay episode of Raw, in general. What it felt like to me was, and you get this all the time back in the original one-hour NXT episodes, takeovers, incredible. Mm -hmm. A lot of the TV, you know, you're like, when's the big stuff going to happen? So, that's, that's how I experienced this episode of Raw. But I must admit, I have never experienced what happened afterwards it's mm. like the aftertaste of the show made me appreciate the whole thing far more than i could ever have realized
3: yeah you came so ollie came into the to the office this morning and was and sort of said it was quite a boring episode but then i realized what actually happened and then i <laughs>
2: thought it was great it was the best episode all year <clears throat> this is th- 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 i don't think it's the best episode all year i think no. last week's was more enjoyable for me but i'm just i'm you know, we're always learning here mm-hmm. uh, what works, what doesn't work. Wrestling isn't a fixed medium. It's something that's always evolving. And that what happened on this episode was so different to what I've been used to on the main roster. And, you know, to an extent, AEW as well. Yeah. That it it surprised me so much that I almost respect it. I, I respect the small thing they did so much it made me like the whole episode, like infinitely more.
3: Yeah, it was really nice and subtle. Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll explain what mm. we're talking about in a second, but it was really subtly done just in the background. They didn't draw attention to it, and I think that's why I appreciate it more, because they didn't have Michael Cole or whoever, Corey Graves, going, oh, what's that car doing? Why is there a car crashed in the background? Like, it was never actually referenced. And even at the end, when he turned up, they were like, oh, is that is that you? I
2: think I, think I heard one of them go, that takes to, that yeah, takes yeah, but like in such a mumbled way. So here's what happened. The first part I saw of this mm. was about an hour and a bit into the show. Kevin Owens is backstage after it squashed Ezekiel yep. and Kevin Patrick's interviewing him. And Owens cuts a promo on how he's going to rejuvenate mm. his character. To be honest, I was looking at that so much, so excited for the new KO or the old KO. I missed a crashed car in the background.
3: Yes. With, for whatever reason, Dewdrop and and Nikki Ash standing there, kind of,
2: oh no, what's happened? What's here? happened? I can't believe it. it! crashed my car into the wall. Or who's crashed it? But yeah, I really... Did you notice it on first watch?
3: Uh, only because I knew that it happened. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that would be more obvious. Because, uh, probably peeling about the curtain, I woke up and forgot that I was re- that I was reviewing mm. Raw today. Um. And so I'd already looked at WrestleTalk.com um, and seen that this had happened. So I was like, oh, okay, well, there's a car crash and then there's this and that and then the AMT running in through the back. So I knew it was coming. So I knew to look out for it, but I still appreciated it even though I knew it was coming because like, because like I say, they didn't draw attention mm. to the fact. It was just, this happens to be happening in the background. And you, when you saw it, I think, did you say that you were like, oh, I generally thought that something had happened. And that they just had chosen an unfortunate place to
2: do this interview. I just, I didn't even register with me. Mm. On, on that particular one, I thought that was, I missed the car in the background because I was so excited for Ryan's. Then there was, I think the next one was the bit I noticed. Yeah. And that was, you had a promo with Alexa. Mickey A.S.H. and Dewdrop, oh, And then it? It, cut, okay. it cut locations to the car park again. And it was Alexa Bliss and Asuka yes. doing their promo. And behind them, it's still there's some hubbub, but there's always some people in the background mm. of these shots. And Bailey, EO, uh, Eo, Kai, and Dakota Sky turned up. <laughs> I got those names perfectly there. Well, Bailey got it wrong mm. at one point. So, And they turn up and they start having a tete a tete with them. And then the people from the back sort of run forward, yeah. these nameless security guards out of shots. And I was like, oh, uh, and the way everybody sold it was, like, that wasn't meant to happen. yeah. And then then they turned around and a, the camera picks up AJ Styles walking in for his yeah. match, which was the main event. So I was like, again, oh, okay, well, that was, something's happened. I'll find out what it is afterwards. Yeah. But I'm not thinking it's a work at this point.
3: No, and it's actually, it, it's nice that it was actually a story because I, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like if it had been, if Vince McMahon was trying to tell this story, there would have been a lot more it would have been a lot less subtle, a lot more oh. obvious. Um, and you probably just would have seen Texas Loomis just keep walking in the back of shots. Or uh, Bailey would be doing a promo and then they would walk off and you just have him in the background just yeah. sort of staring. He'd, he'd like come out he'd, of yeah. a, a cupboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or he'd be standing on the other side of the camera and you go, well, he was there the entire time. <laughs> How did you not notice him?
2: <laughs> yeah. He's st- what, like a. Uh, Bailey leaves yeah, the yeah, shot, yeah. and then Dexter steps in and stares <laughs> after him. You're like three feet away from each yeah. other. You would pick up on that in the peripherals. Anyway, that all happens, and then there's a main event. It's the Miz versus AJ Styles in an ODQ match. Ah, didn't really do anything for me. No. And then the AJ Styles wins. He's celebrating, and the cat. He just looks at something at ringside in the crowd, like near the, near the front, uh, front row. And there is just a hubbub of people and a dude with a hood on. Yeah. And then the camera came back to AJ and sort of went away from it. Mm. And I was like, oh, crap, it's like a, a fan's trying to run yeah, in again, yeah, yeah. like that whole Seth Rollins thing. I didn't really pick up on Corey no. Graves because he mumbles. I've, I've listened to it back since, but Corey Graves does go, is that, is that Dexter? Yeah. Is that Dexter Loomis?
3: Yeah, and even the crowd, because I think they all didn't really know what was happening, because he had the hood up, and because, like, no one was referencing, AJ sort of looked at it, it was like, what's going on over there? But he didn't actually do anything about mm, it. Mm. So I think the crowd as well thought, but then the hood comes back, and then a few people go, oh my god, it's Dexter Loomis.
2: It does get a big pop. Like, when when I watched it back afterwards, you do, the the hood comes up, he's pulled back, he's quite a way away, but you can mm. see it is Dexter Loomis' face. I wouldn't have known that without... No, and I... So, but Mayor, the of, crowd Mayor like. of Painesville,
3: Dan, as mm. we know, is... is Dexter Loomis is one of his favourite wrestlers, and uh, he is particularly excited about it. Oh, yeah. when when So, the, the first news of this, because I think last week he did an interview and said, oh, I'm still in contact with Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels a lot, we, we get on very well. And then yesterday, Shawn, as usual, reported... Uh, on Fight select that they were thinking or they were at least sort of there was at least plans in place to maybe reach out to Dexter Loomis. and as we saw on Friday when Sean said, oh they might be reaching out to Carrot, reaching out to Carrying cross, Dexter Loomis returns a few hours later um and I know Dan's very excited about mm. this, and I think people are very excited about it because they it looks like they are returning to the kind of serial killer like yes. like stalker. Uh, Psychopath. Is, yeah, which is the which is the gimmick he had when he first joined, uh, and it's not the one that he last had, which was the kind of I'm a bit weird, I'm a bit creepy, and I marry Indy Hartwell.
2: Yeah, as fun as that wedding was, mm. that's not the best version
3: of it. No, and I, I did message Dan to say why, mm. what is it exactly that you like, and I don't, I don't know if he's actually replied. Uh, he hasn't, I'm afraid. <laughs> but if if we do get a reply from Dan, because I, while I get that it's 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 an unusual and it's a sort of different gimmick for wwe i don't get why why he'd be so obsessed well with him
2: yeah so dexter loomis is a character i it's like it's a great presentation it's a great idea but so was the fiend and the problem Mm. with the fiend is as soon as you get a feud around him it does not work well for the other person it's very difficult to book the fiend in an actual wrestling match these are characters designed for movies yes uh and so, so yeah, that, that's where my sort of standoffishness has been with Dexter Loomis mm. usually, is I can't get into his matches. Well,
3: because the the, the kind of the storyline is often, I'm scared of you. And then as soon as we have a match, I just, the other person has had to spend the entire match being scared of the
2: other person. They're, they're essentially babyface killers. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like Seth Rollins has never recovered from when The Fiend, well, he beat The Fiend yeah. in 2019. but. I'm I'm optimistic about Dexter Mm. Loomis, how they present him here, because I thought this initial way to re-debut him or debut him at all on the main roster, actually, was just inspired. Like any criticism for Dexter Loomis, the character, I think we can hold off on until mm. we see how they do present him. But this is a first way to do it. It's amazing.
3: Yeah and there's got to be a reason as well that they picked him specifically because there are so many people who were released mm. over the last few years by the kind of Vince McMahon regime but for them to be like we want Karrion Cross, uh, Dakota Kai and we want Dex Lumis they may well have reached out to other people and they've gone either yes or no or, or yeah I can do but a bit later
2: I can but, tell you why it's those people because they haven't gone to AEW yet true and they are, not, they but are, are still, legally available there are still a lot of people who haven't gone to AEW yet so Johnny Gargano, obviously, I think he's mm. coming in though. There were there were a few teasers on this episode. Yeah, there are loads. But probably later, yeah. uh, Banks and Naomi, they're probably coming in later. But but who else really? Authors of Pain? No, but <sighs> uh, I don't know, like
3: like Braun Strowman, Braun someone like Fiend, that. Yeah, like, there are a bunch of people who who I would have. If you'd said who are the first ten people Triple H is going to sign, I think I probably would have got to Dex Limits at about fifty-seven. Mm. Um, Because I would have just gone through all the main roster guys who I am more kind of aware of. Like, I didn't really watch NXT when Dexter Loomis was doing his thing because it was really all in the NXT 2.0 era of stuff, which is when he slowly also became the more comedy character and just kind of a weirdo rather than an actual threat. So, good for him, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, you sound I don't
2: quite down on this. This is one of the best pieces no, of storytelling I've no, seen in years. Good
3: storytelling, but I, I just worry, it's like you say, it's going to become the Fiend where, like, oh, he wears black gloves and yeah. he's a bit creepy. And will he just end up being a, a creep and he just sort of follows the female superstars around? or I mean, it feels like a very mid-card gimmick.
2: Most likely, mm. but... We're in uncharted waters. We don't know what's going to happen. Does that no. not make you excited? No, it,
3: it does. It does. But I'm just uh, like, like like last week. I think we were very optimistic that Raw was going to be a completely different show. I don't think it is going to be a completely completely different show. I think it's go, it's going to have differences, and we've seen lots of differences. But I think generally this is a kind of episode of Raw that we would we should kind of get accustomed to, where it's got better storytelling and probably a average the average of match quality is higher. Right. Um, the promo quality is higher. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I'm just being a bit wary because I don't know if this gimmick can ever really work in a like a, a week-to-week story-based mm. TV show.
2: Let's see what everybody thinks on the Ultra Chats. Please do keep getting them in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We've had one from the Mayor of Painesville Uh. Dam. Oh, yes, is how he starts. Mm -hmm. The Dex Express is here. Dexter Loomis is back in WWE and I cannot be any happier. What a brilliant day. Thank you, Triple H. Three smiley face emoticons and the word love. In big capital letters, I wish I could live with you guys, but I got to put family first today. Well,
3: good. I'm so glad, Dan, that mm-hmm. you're one of your favourites is back. Dan's favourites are, are are Goldust, yes, uh, Dexter Loomis, and um, Brian Myers. Brian
2: Myers. It's important to get that out, you know, because yeah. some people might not be really aware of Dexter Loomis. And you're like, oh, where does he fit? Is he a main eventer guy? I can see that in Carrying Cross with the Scarlet Bordeaux packaging. And like, okay, Dan likes him. Yeah. So it's kind of Dan loves underappreciated mid mid-carders.
3: Yes. It's a lot. Like he 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 has been really really excited at the prospect of Dexter coming back. So mm. I wish I wish there was I wish I could be that excited.
2: I'm happy for Dan. Yes. Well um, done. I, I would say actually, on the whole, because I forgot to add it earlier. On the Sean reporting stuff, mm. if I was to put my conspiracy hat on, that that to me sounds like they're leaking stuff to to get the news out there, to drum up interest in the show. Yeah, so people watch the show because they think some someone's it. Well, I make mean, that.
3: Sean l- l- quite openly made reference to it yesterday, which is that the reason that he m- posts saying I'm going to be having this news in about an hour, is that. If he posts it, because he needs to drum up a bit of interest in his reports, because at mm-hmm. the moment he posts it, it's on Squared Circle, and it's all over Twitter, and I think WWE knows that at this point. Yeah. So Squared Circle has, I don't know, 500,000, obviously I'm not going to reach that many people, but it's got half a million potential eyes on it. And then you've got Twitter, and you've got mm-hmm. Facebook, which within five minutes of Sean reporting it, it's going to be all over there. So yeah. There may well be a little bit of that saying oh by the way, is anyone act- is who is Seans source? Oh it's me okay, can you tell him this? Mm.
2: It's, fa- it's a fascinating way uh, for, for wrestling to intersect with social media and really start working social media as opposed to what I feel like has been the case of playing catch up to social mm. media for years and years and years because not only that as a way to promote the show, but it this was an angle. To specifically drive people to find out what just happened. Who was that? That's the first thing I did. I went to Twitter, mm. and very few things take me to Twitter because I don't like it as a place. Yes. But I went to Twitter to see what people to see if anyone else had posted it, and they had. Mm. WWE had. Yeah. Oh, it's the- here's a big picture of Dexter Loomis's face yes. being dragged out by police. I can't believe he's here. It's extraordinary stuff. Uh, Double L Liam Leonard says, Dexter storyline is so subtle at the start and that hasn't happened on Raw for a very long time. Another thing, I had my second match on Saturday. Shout out to Devon West for his help with the match. We'll send you a video as soon as I can. Yes. Jam that jam. Do awesome it. to hear. That's a good point. I I was caught unaware by the subtlety. Yeah. Because I wasn't looking for the stuff in the background because that's not what WWE have done for 20 years. No, well, unless it's a ginger guy who walks
3: in the background and was like, is
2: that Eric Rowan? As a mistake.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, but so I feel like I've I've been a bit down on it. I really did appreciate the storytelling and the subtlety behind it. Sounds like you hated it. Um, I'm, I'm just being cautious. But, like, yeah, no, it was really nice to see. Um, even... Like I said, I knew that it all happened. But even then, I was like, oh, that's really good. Oh, that's really cool. Hmm. Um, and I was able to, because you we were focusing on something else, I was still surprised by it happening. So it, it wasn't like, oh, that's going to happen at some point. I, I didn't
2: know exactly when it was going to come. It's a level of storytelling, which I I can I, I have considered beyond WWE. Yes. So it's nice they've caught up with most of uh, quality television. Mm. Riot DR. Hey, yo. If I can get a pretty good wrestling show for the low bar, I'm quite happy. My brother noticed the car crash and the security running confused us. Everything came together when we saw Loomis being dragged away after the main event. This is fun. Marcel Arts says, Super happy for my mate Dan... (laughs) The Dexter returned. (laughs) Marcel Arts is also German. (gasps) My serious question, Should I start watching Raw again? One of the reasons I quit was because with all the pacing and replays, it felt like wasted time. Is it overall more enjoyable? Apples. There are still a lot of replays. But nowhere near as many. No. I think the pacing issues have been, a l- they're a lot better. They are still there, though. Give it a go. See what mm. you think. And finally for now, Nina Gabner. People have always been fascinated with serial killers. Young girls got a kick out of going to Ted Bundy's trial knowing he had killed over 100 young women. That fascination has become bigger with Netflix docs about killers. WWE is jumping on that trend. Not to defend Ted Bundy, but he didn't kill nearly that many people. It was it was considerably less. It was about, well,
3: I think it was about 14, 15, yeah. which
2: is still way too many. Yeah, we're not, we're not saying anything like, but yeah. yes, you... You've, you. I just you've attributed don't too many vi- people don't, to that serial killer.
3: Don't turn Ted Bunting, t- Ted Bunty. Don't turn Ted Bunting into something he isn't. Yeah, um, but well,
2: he's still a serial killer.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's is. not that. He's not no. as prolific. No. Yeah. Don't give him credit for something he hasn't done.
2: Do you think we're gonna get a true crime WWE Network series
3: on Dexter Loomis? Only if he actually does something.
2: I think that's probably you know like how the Fiend arguably works better in a cinematic mm. match style. Maybe Dexter Loomis in a sort of scripted reality show. Here's an
3: idea. Dexter Loomis can have therapy for just weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. And then he can get a doll.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I think that could work. Supernatural powers? Yeah, supernatural powers where he can click and disappear. Mm. Right, so keep on sending in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one over five US dollars before the end of the show. Let's get in with the full play-by-play which mm. opened up with Bayley Io Sky, and Dakota Kai they came down so that I don't think they're officially called control yet but they no. say control a lot they have but they have uh, yeah at no point have I actually <coughs> seen
3: them because it, it, it feels like this sort of thing that WWE would post on social media mm. which is oh the control are here or they post a big picture of them and like they are the control that's sort of not very subtle WWE stuff but yeah I think they're just I mean Kai and Sky are they called Kai Sky now or something? I do. I think they're just called
2: Eo Sky and Dakota Kai. Okay, so they haven't got a tag team name, but they are a tag team. But yeah, because I do feel like they're quite a disparate bunch of people. Mm. You know, like how the Riot Squad was a hodgepodge. Yes, I think you you then need to do as much work as possible to make them feel more coherent. Yeah, because they give them a faction. They
3: are they are three ready-made single stars, Mm. Um, and so they aren't. I guess. Not saying they're not natural tag team stars, but like three weeks ago before this all happened, if you said, "Oh, what, what you, you you would never call any of those three people a tag team."
2: Yeah, if you pitched to me, "Oh, I'm going to put Bailey, Eosky, and Dakota Kai in a faction," I'd just go, "Why? Why? Yeah, Eos- why are you doing Eos- that? Eos- is, so is so good,
3: Dakota is so good. They don't need to do that, but I guess it's nice. To, it's nice that it's a faction. I think that maybe Triple H just thought." that the way that dakota kai just disappeared off because off, she was released eos, eos sky hasn't probably had the the push a lot of people expected in nxt obviously she did win it win the title once but
2: to actually to put them with bailey i think was still a smart idea it's a way to get them over using yeah. Bailey's star power so they came out they cut a promo on becky and Bianca, effectively saying Well, the women's division's been a bit rubbish, hasn't it? Yeah. Becky wearing stupid costumes every week. We're back to bring hunger to the women's division. Mm. Um, This was obviously not as scripted as usual. It felt so much better, as did all the promos on the show. Um, And then Bailey said Dakota Sky. Yes, she (laughs) said, I know I said Dakota Sky. I know I said it wrong, you idiots. I know you're going to correct me. She recovered really well. She made it into a bit and just like turned that anger out on to the uh, the audience, then Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss all turned up with their own separate entrances. Yes. and they said we want to get a uh, a six person with you. And Bailey said, "Not in front of these douchebags. Mm. Let's have a fight, a clash at the castle." They brawled, and, big pull apart, yeah. and that's the match the for the pay per view. Oh
3: I don't think the crowd are very excited because it's not in America. About this clash. At yeah, the, or, Luke Clash at the Castle.
2: That the crowd weren't great. This was a Cleveland crowd. I no. thought they were pretty uh, quiet again, as was last week's. Yeah. So
3: here's a question: because I haven't watched Raw week in week out, why are Asuka and Alexa Bliss a tag team? Because they were there. So, there is no storyline because I was looking at them thinking, is there something that I've missed that I like? Oh, there was a story between the two, and now they're best friends.
2: I can't remember. They were going to have a match mm. at the start of last week's episode, and they, you know, the control ran in and beat them both well, up, and they teamed together. Because yesterday, there
3: was all that tease. Like, Asuka posted a photo, like, oh, who's my tag team partner mm. going to be? And everyone's like, oh, is she speculating a new tag team charter? Because really. Alexa, doesn't make any sense.
2: Should be Kyrie, same.
3: Yeah, but she's in stardom, mm. um, and so I thought that that really was her going. Oh, I'm going to get a new tag partner because in the piece I wrote, I was like, well, yeah, because there's no, there's no, doesn't make any sense for these two people to be together. So I thought maybe they were having a fresh start, yeah. but no, it was it was
2: just Alexa. No. So overall, I thought this was. It did progress the story in that they met, they booked the six-person match for the pay-per-view. Now we can start mm-hmm. to work towards that. You had a bit of action with the brawl, but um, overall, I I thought this went on too long. Uh, it felt a bit robotic when everyone got their own entrances. Yeah. So yeah, I I didn't I didn't love this opening.
3: No, it was okay. It was okay. But if does it, I worry there is the the thing where they're just lumping all the women into one feud.
2: I think this this makes sense on this one. I don't think you can uh, level the criticism that they're doing bad women's division booking here. No, they're absolutely not. Yeah. But
3: you worry that in the future. Mm. I'm just I'm just being worried as usual.
2: Uh, why don't you live in the just enjoy the moment oh, for a bit? I can't. I I live in the future, man. <laughs> Seth Rollins then took on Angelo Dawkins after he beat Montez Ford last week. This was a decent match. Not as good as last week's. So I thought Montez Ford showed more fire, but Dawkins was good. Uh, he kept on dodging stomp attempts. Yes. But Seth used the pedigree he to did. put him away. And Who uses that? Andy has a theory here. I have a theory here. So last week... Not an Austin theory. Not an Austin He's nowhere theory. to be well, seen. he's
3: not even Austin anymore. Um... Last week, uh, Seth Rollins defeated Montez Ford with a stomp. He then went to do another stomp on Montez Ford, but before he could, Angelo Dawkins came out and saved him, which is great, because that's what he should be doing. He saved him before another attack could happen after the bell, because he can't interfere during the match because that's illegal. However, at the first opportunity, he did. However, this week, uh, Seth Rollins hits a pedigree, one, two, three, wins the match. He then hits a stomp, And then only after that, when he goes for a second stomp, does Montez Ford come out. So that means that Montez Ford waited, kayfabe, for Seth Rollins to attack his friend again, which may not be anything, but it could be a little subtle sort of, hey, I
2: saved you immediately. You only saved me when you realized I was getting attacked again. It's definitely a wrinkle. I think there's something up here. They are obviously leaning into the idea that Ford is a bit of a hothead a bit emotionally mm. unstable in this match he was at ringside and what did he do he Rollins he distracted Rollins at one point and then Rollins said something to him and Montez Ford just got a chair got in the ring went to hit Rollins and the referee was like no you're gonna have to be ejected and yeah because that's a heel move Montez yeah. Ford so yes uh, definitely definitely something's up um, after that, we got Edge apologizing to the Mysterios backstage because he accidentally speared Dominic last week. Yes. And Ray was like, That's all cool, bro. And Dominic said, Well, why are you believing this guy over me? And Ray yeah, says, I'm your son. I, I've known Edge for years. He's a stand up guy, he's never turned on me once. And Dominic's like, This sucks. I'm leaving. Yeah. And he stormed out. I, 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 I'm really struggling with Dominic. The acting's not great, but I like the story here. I thought it played uh, into the match well. It's fine, but also
3: it was so obviously a mistake from Edge. And if Dominic has watched it back, he went, oh, fair enough, man.
2: He's emotional. He's acting out. He's like 16, isn't
3: he? I don't know. How old is he? 20? He said, I've known you for 25 years. Is he 25?
2: Who knows? I think he's he's early 20s. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, it's fine. I just don't really... uh, I'm gonna, it's going to take a while for me to be sold on Dominic, I think.
2: Hmm. Um, Miz and Champa got a promo backstage. Champa dedicated his win to Harley Race. Yes, which is an interesting thing to do when you're booked to lose. Yeah. But did when he said that, I was like, oh man, he's going to win then. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little, I guess, a good bit of booking to add some unpredictability there. Yeah. Ezekiel is already in the ring. He didn't get an entrance. Yes. And Kevin Owens gets an entrance, he comes out, bell rings, Owens goes right for him, throws him outside, throws him hard into the announcer's desk, and then pop-up powerbomb on the ring apron. Which is what he used to do. Not as a set-up spot, not to throw him into the ring again, Kevin Owens just watched as a medical team came down Mm. and stretchered Ezekiel off. But I
3: guess it's just a no finish because there was no bell the referee didn't say stop no he didn't yeah. ring the bell i guess it's just a, it's a it's a no contest because it was so brutal um and yeah i miss that that is a match ender because it like yeah. remember when it when it t- p- took sammy Zayn out for months because he got hit by that so it's nice that they are act- it feels like they are returning and kevin
2: owens is someone that mm. what. Well, I oh, know, I was just going to say, oh. poor, poor Ezekiel. Oh, like, right, fi- yeah. finally coming back and then yes. written off for a few months. Well, well, what's his face? Elias can come back oh, for yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, that won't undermine but, us.
3: No, Kevin Owens is someone who I think is going to thrive under, under oh, Triple yeah. H because he's a, he is a Triple H man, and I, I'm really excited
2: to actually finally get proper Kevin Owens. Mm. I would say he's one of the first like, success Triple H stories, Mm. uh, along with Seth Rollins, but Seth Rollins still feels like a shield success. Owens, he was, like, the first guy from that super hot 2015 NXT, came up, had the stuff with Cena, Cena, and then even when he became Universal Champion, that was Triple H, pedigreeing Seth on Raw for Kevin Owens to win. Um, This was all about... Owens resetting his character. Later on, he also got a promo backstage, which is when we saw the crashed car, where he said, Ezekiel doesn't know who he is. I do. Mm. And I'm going to remind everyone, now there's more interest on this show, that this is the Kevin Owens show. No, really good. So that, that, like I said in my review, the Loomis stuff was really well done. But this is actually the thing that's got me the most excited. Because while there's a question mark over where Loomis goes from here, is that a good thing? Kevin Owens, I very much know he can be excellent if book series.
3: Yeah, and he is a bona fide Mm. main event star, which is why why I'm excited about this. He could quite easily be, if they're not going to give him the the WWE title, then he could quite easily be the next challenger for for Bobby Lashley. Mm Uh, after that, we got Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio. Mm.
2: I thought this was a great match.
3: Yeah, well, we had Finn coming out first and saying, I'm not scared because fear isn't real. And then Rey, then he said Rey Mysterio is going to find out that I am fear, which didn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, it is. He's,
3: uh... No, He said, fear not real and I'm fear, which so means that I'm not real. real. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make it. Oh, whatever. Uh, I, it's fine. I still don't like Finn in trousers. I think it looks weird. <laughs> uh, but it's going to yeah. Damien Priest versus Edge next week was also announced
2: during this in toronto, mm,
1: uh,
2: toronto which is Edge's, is he from there oh, what,
1: it's mate, canada he's from canada it's canada
2: so priest Poses. said he's gonna beat him in his hometown oh yeah i wouldn't mind that what priest winning yeah priest going over it's like mjf beating punk in chicago yeah, yeah.
3: i don't see it i don't see it happening uh i think edge is like edge feels now like the sort of head of the the mysterio family (laughs) and therefore he won't
2: lose to the second in command yeah uh this was a really good match it started off slow but i thought in a nice way it was built and it went through i think a couple of commercial breaks edge i mean you know it's ray and balor they work terrifically together and you've got this extra drama with priest at ringside Edge runs down at one point because Priest was getting involved and Dominic had stormed off, so he wasn't going to help. Edge and Priest pull off into the crowd. And then, just as Ray is about to win, um, Rhea Ripley walks onto the top of the stage with <laughs> Dominic. Dom- Dominic on oh, her shoulder. The floppiest of Dominic, yeah. but I'm sure he was... <laughs> It was well, not floppy everywhere. No. He had little smears of blood over him, mm. which, you know, blood. Yeah. Didn't look real, but it was blood. No, and they haven't black and whited those photos. A torn shirt. Yeah. And that was enough for Ray to get distracted. track. ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming mummy. He had a whip, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Bala got the win. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, Dom, as I said... Dom is actually sub. Dom
3: is actually sub. Yeah, no, it was a good match. I like that Rhea Ripley is kind of. It feels like weird would say, but that is she is able to beat up
2: men. She's the most intimidating person yes. in this feud. Yeah, easily. Um, uh, what What makes me really excited whenever I see Ripley in this stuff is when they finally pull the trigger to enter her into a women's title feud. Mm. It's gonna. It's like. That's it. That's a serious threat yeah. to Bianca. But do
3: we think it's going to be Edge versus Balor at Clash at the Clans? Luke, Luke does. Luke keeps saying Clash of Clans. We know it's not, but it's in my head. I think that makes most sense because we've got Balor on a UK show. <coughs> He's Irish, but that counts as the UK yeah. with yeah. with WWE. So,
2: but I also think Dominic is going to turn somewhere. Mm. So I don't know how that plays into. It. I, I think thought so that too. Forever.
3: No, I think so too, and I think this is him going like, "I can't, Daddy, you can't believe you're mm. you, you you're trusting your friend over your son." Yeah, and that felt like a real kind of, "Oh, okay, it's it's coming." Uh,
2: after that, we got the first match in the vacant women's tag team title tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't write down all the teams here, but the first match was. Dakota Kai and Io Sky, yes, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: versus Dana Brooke and Tamina. I mean, can you think of a less
3: charismatic team in all of wrestling?
2: I, look, it's a new day, yes it is. Let's give everybody a chance. Uh, Yes, but it's uh, not Tamina. So everybody gets a chance, I'm all behind this, but actually... I think there's an argument to not give everybody a chance. This
3: this this tournament did not need eight teams. This well, could have been a four-team tournament.
2: Even yeah. Yeah, I suppose if you're trying to fill numbers. But if you're doing for the first match, not just the first match of the tournament, but the first match with Sky and Kai together, like they need to just run through a team, look really impressive. But what we got was you know, a five-ten minute, actually relatively competitive match. I
3: honestly don't think there is anything that either Dana Brooke or Tamina could do or could be booked to do that would make me excited for anything they do. Yeah. Because Dana Brooke seems to think that doing a handspring is a personality trait because that's all she does. And Tamina is just like... Oh, it's Tamina, isn't it? She's been here for a while. Mm. And she is... A Natalia argument. She is strong. She has the worst frog splash of any human.
2: Yeah, I don't enjoy watching them wrestle. No. Uh, but at the same time, like, even if I put that to one side, they have been booked... Genuine. this is this is literal. They have been booked as jokes. Yes. They are the punchline of every episode of Raw for the last year. So I, I thought this was not a good idea. Uh... Bailey even had to kind of get involved to lead to the finish Yeah, I think this would have been far far better just if Sky and Kai yeah. just, just won really quickly because yeah. um, it, does, it doesn't matter
3: Dakota Kai's feet have a PhD apparently hmm. which is something
2: but it is what it is yes. uh, KO then got his promo backstage yeah. which we've already covered he was wearing a Dusty Road shirt
3: Mm-hmm.
2: so that's a direct nxt reference then we got bobby lashley versus Tommaso Champa. no Champa, sorry which i was i was as soon as that came up i was like ah, oh, no it's not the main event so it's not going to be a title it's challenge. not going to be a was title your bet change. last week but even then wrong. even then it should have been the main event yeah
3: like I know, I know you had
2: the dexter stuff but surely you could get the dexter stuff in bobby lashley retained. yeah no i but to be honest <laughs> the, the
3: fact that it wasn't the main event made me Sort of assume that, that Bobby was winning. But actually, I didn't. I thought this was probably my favorite match on the card mm-hmm. because there was enough in there. Like, yes, Miz got involved and kind of put Champa's leg on, on the, the, the rope, but actually, Champa got a lot of offense in. And there yeah, was, he looked great. Several near falls. And with the kind of. When when the, the exposed turnbuckle with the, the whack in his head and then the knee and everything, there were. Uh, I didn't think it was gonna he was gonna win, but there was enough to show that Tommaso Ciampa is gonna be around in the upper mid card scene for a while to come. Yeah, which is nice.
2: Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, AJ chased off Miz, and that's what set up the main event. Um, it was a great match, and uh, all the stuff I said last week about Ciampa—he should win—and that's like a big Triple H stamp on the new regime because bobby lashley was such a vince guy champa is Mm. such a triple h guy then we can have like a feud with gargano over the u.s title after this match was over that should not have happened yeah bobby lashley retaining was the right thing even even making champa tap in the hurt lock which is what happened well they're also doing they've done that second for the second week in a row they've done that
3: that promo video Mm -hmm. for the u.s titles they are really positioning this, this as
2: this is the this is the title that everyone on Raw now wants. I don't, like when Triple H took over, I thought, boom, reset. Mm. Everyone is just gonna get immediately booked the way they should do. But actually, that's a terrible idea. And you you have a Bobby Lashley is so over yeah. as the US champion. Do you remember like those reactions he was getting at SummerSlam? Mm. That they, they followed him around. I'm so happy for him. Um, and he is a genuine star. It was Champa yeah. as much as I love him has not been presented that way enough for the audience to buy him and if he beat Lashley here that would have prompted a bit of a not a backlash but a bit of like uh reaction to casual mainstream yeah. fans but I mean but like you say Bobby
3: Lashley was one of few people who actually got this crowd yeah. t- excited and another one was I thought Bianca Belair's reception was massive mm. um but he is i would say the biggest i don't know if he's the biggest name you could put the time i mean because you could have seth rollins or someone like that but as a kind of dominant champion he's really the only choice right now i think for yeah. someone to for a babyface to come along and to beat
2: him no randy orton no cody rhodes no roman reigns who are the actual stars on Raw? Yeah. it's seth rollins it's bobby lashley and becky lynch is injured yeah. It's, it's going Bianca Bella. It's gonna
3: take weeks now to to build up someone like Kevin
2: Owens to be, yeah. to feel like he can have challenge well. for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was this was a really good match. I thought Champa looked great off the back of it. Bobby Lashley looked really good as well. Yeah. Like he kept kicking out at the end. And it wasn't like a frustrating, oh they're booking him too strongly. Mm-hmm. It was it was really, really genuinely dramatic. And it so is very good. Champa was a smart kind yeah. of smart heel as well. Yes. Uh, sucks for Harley Race.
3: Yes. Omos.
2: Omos and MVP were shown backstage. Uh, Miz and AJ were brawling backstage. And then we got Omos coming out and he beat two jobbers uh, in a two-on-one handicap match. Andrea something and Spencer Spencer
3: something. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I don't care about Omos. Honestly, I'd, I'd rather he wasn't on the show at all.
2: Hmm.
3: I uh, I don't want him not to have a job, but yeah, I don't think he fits on this show.
2: It d- doesn't work in in the ring. I just he's not getting over for me. It's been a year and a half now. Yeah, be uh, an enforcer. Yeah, if anything. But yeah, he's. This was the first appearance of him in the Triple H regime. There was a yeah. lot of question marks over what about these traditionally Vince guys, these Vince projects. What's going to happen to them? Turns out exactly the same thing. Yes. Um, well, there was a report this week from from
3: Sean again that stars like Omos are sort of s- are having meetings one-on-one with Triple H to kind of go through, look, I know you're on TV a lot with, with Vince, but I, it is me now, but this is what I'm sort of imagining with
2: you. And I guess it was just, do you want to do what you were doing before? I read quite a nice, I think it was a comment on one of our videos today. And yeah, I don't want to get sucked into fantasy booking again, but give a Moss a few weeks of wins, then have him go up against Dijak. rebranded, you know, yes. the T bar rebranded, and then Dijak beats him and presses him over his head, or does something ridiculous. Well, uh, yeah,
3: like there was a report yesterday, wasn't it, that there are talks of rebranding mm. Slap Twat? What, what was his name? <laughs> no,
2: sorry. Yeah, no, that's
3: it. Uh, he is no, he's not Slapjack, is he? No, he he's, he's T-bar. T-Bar. Yeah, he's, he's T-bar. T-Bar. Slapjack was... Uh, Shane Thorne. Yeah, Shane Thorne. Yeah. Then Mace you had Mace. is, is still Ma- 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 Massey
2: And retribu- Reco- Reckoning.
3: Reckoning was Mia Yim. And Retribution was Mercedes Martinez. Yes. And Mustafa Ali was Mustafa Ali.
2: And the faction was called... Retribution? No, ne- Someone wasn't called Retribution oh, no faction.
3: she was Retaliation.
2: <laughs> She was retaliation. Sorry. Well, what what yeah. what's your first album called? Yeah. Retaliation. Retaliation or so. Retribution. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rollins did a interview with Kevin Patrick backstage because they announced for next week an exclusive Riddle interview. Mm. I so like this. Seth Rollins really knows how annoying that <laughs> is. Yeah. He does it a lot. Uh, Seth said, "I don't care about the Riddle interview. I'm done with Riddle, uh, and Riddle is only good at flushing his potential down the toilet." Yeah. Just ask Dana White, yes, UFC was, guy. Yeah, and he's just going to come back and say, "Bro and man and dude and stuff." Did some good impressions of Riddle. Yes. I thought this was a very good promo, and I I like how they're pacing out this Seth Riddle feud. Yeah, if if you take it from SummerSlam when they had that angle, the Street Profits matches who are friends with Riddle and Seth beats them, and there's the Street Profits have their own thing going on. There's a Riddle interview next week. And Riddle isn't injured. This isn't something forced upon them. Yeah. Someone is actually being kept out to sell an injury. I, I really like this. Yeah, really good. Um, Chad Gable then took on hometown boy, Dolph Sigler, although I do think he was billed from Hollywood. Yeah, but he's not. He's, he's, he is from
3: Cleveland. Yes. But he he, he hails from Hollywood. Now. Yeah, which is dumb. Why wouldn't you? You should <laughs> probably announce, like everyone in the crowd knows. Yeah. But you should probably get that pop of, from cleveland ohio oh, yeah it's but, right there yeah no it was it was it was fine it was a lot of technical wrestling quick technical wrestling which is what i prefer i mean you can't not the kind of crap stuff that zack saber jr <sighs> does I um mean that. but uh yeah it, it it was fine gable got 85 percent of it and then ziggler won with a super kick
2: yeah i this was a fine match but this was a what i really liked about the two episodes we've had of raw so far Pretty much all the matches felt like they had something proper on the line. There were stakes to it. Mm. This I just didn't yeah. do anything and for and
3: if, if you want to give Ziggler a win in his hometown, don't
2: just feed him mm. Chad Gable. Because Chad Gable is better than that. Yeah, uh, I didn't think this was... Uh... Because after the Lashley-Chamber match, which was sort of at the end of the second hour... Mm. It was a boring last hour. It's like, well, what's happening now? Yeah. Okay, we're getting that Miz-AJ match. There's the Amos squash. Eugh, you know, I thought it was pretty poor for a, a final bit. But then you got the Loomis stuff. Yeah. And yeah, the the main event was Miz versus AJ. No DQ match. Uh, not really much happened. It wasn't a great match. It wasn't really a no DQ. It sort of felt like <clears throat> a bit like, oh, I'll, I'll t- referee won't mm. kind of disqualify you for weapons. But it was a bit... Tame. It was mostly kendo sticks, and Miz threw a chair at AJ's phenomenal. That forearm, was cool, which did look cool. I
3: liked that. um And Champa got Champer pushed through a, a table. table. But I can't buy the Miz in a no DQ match because his like even his
2: kendo stick hits just look like he's not trying to hurt you. I thought if they were going to do this, you needed to have a crazy, fun, mm. bonkers, hardcore match, not yeah. with loads of blood and stuff, but. A bunch of stupid spots. Yeah, no, um, there was the. Like, I know, I know. With the Loomis reveal, that would have not mm-hmm. worked with that. But in that case, make Lashley and Champ are the main event of the show.
3: Yeah, and there was there was like AJ being thrown over. That was quite off the t- off the table into the crowd and stuff. That was fun. But
2: oh yeah, that this didn't
3: big. feel like a main event because. I cared a lot more about Champa. and if if you'd made, if even if Champa had lost, but you'd made it the main event, I would have been, I would yeah. been not much more excited about it, whereas this just kind of, I feel like this would have been better placed as well, kind of midway through the show to kind of get people perked up, a few yeah. weapons, tables, um, but
2: uh, yeah. But despite all that, the Loomis thing happened, mm-hmm. I was confused, then I went online, realised what happened and was incredibly excited by the whole show. So overall, I gave this a 75%.
3: I would have given it, on your scale, probably a, a, a 68. Yeah,
2: a, well, we're not far off. Or a or a 70, something around a, that. Th- I gave it a 3.6, and you're giving I'm it a Um. 3. 3.5, 3. I would have given,
3: 4,
2: yeah, 3.4, 3.5. Um, Let's have a vote. I don't know if we've got the functionality to do that, but if you can put up a a poll in the chat and everyone can have their opinions as well, I imagine we'll get four out of four because it's Triple H. Yes,
3: yes. We do still like Triple H and we're still very excited for what he's going to do. Um, But I think it's going to take a lot more time than anyone's probably suggesting.
2: And it's important to remember NXT, black and gold, as great as the takeovers were, Mm. a lot of the TV was quite <laughs> boring's not the right word but it was standard. mostly just standard yeah. yeah um but like some someone said earlier hey if this is the standard that's fine by me yes because the standard before was like 40 percent mm. and a, a, an amazing show would be something that mildly hopped over the expectations yes. Uh, before we get on with your Ultra Chats, let's just say thank you to our wonderful $25 Pledge Hammers on Patreon. Is that the music I hear? It is. Thank you. Oh, hi, da- that Danish mark. Shield Maiden, the Zornice. Will, the MS Warrior Stuart. Brackets, insert here, to AW confirmed. He ran. Aaron, uh, Aaron. Smitten, Aaron Smith. The Baker, Adam Cakebread. Is that a real name? Uh,
3: the Machine Gun, Alex Anderson. The True, Alpha Wolf. Not Eugene, Andrew Dinsmore. Arian Schifra, The Boozer Boozerwaits.
2: And finally, The Shrock Master, Austin Shrock. Thank you very much, everybody. If you want your own shout out, go over to patreon.com forward slash There's loads of bonus things on there loads of exclusive podcasts and we're recording a new one tomorrow mm, uh, the like first that. the first episode of wrestle talk behind the scenes <gasps> so not just a chat about what we're into but the inner workings of wrestle talk it's gonna be me Luke tempest and Pete and we'll probably talk about uh getting tempest over to the the yeah. UK
3: is it a revolving cast because that does sound like fun
2: yeah probably yes and is the music still playing And the music. (laughs) Right. Your Ultra Chats. Last call for those. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Start Recording says, Hey guys, two questions for you. Do you think we'll see the return of Dijakovic? I think the... I think the feast your eyes thing would get over with the main roster crowds. Also, do you think Tegan Knox could show up at Clash at the Castle if she's not signed anywhere else?
3: I think that's a fantastic idea to bring back Tegan Knox because she is actually Welsh Mm. and it is in Wales, so I think that could really, really work. uh, For I'm not—I don't know how much of the crowd will actually be Welsh, but there will be. Or no,
2: Tegan Knox. Yes. Um, I think you'll have a lot of British wrestling fans yes, who would have seen no, her in what culture I, I and think stuff. it would
3: be smart to bring yeah. Knox back and I think it'd be great. It'd be perfect for her as well because it would be, put her so over in her first match or return.
2: And we've already covered
3: Dijakovic, yeah. we
2: think. Yes. Uh start recording again. One possible match I'm very very hyped for is Bobby Lashley versus Gunther. Mm. Oh yes. Do you think they'll both be champions by Survivor Series so they could do a champion versus champion match? I hope oh, my so. God. That would
3: be beefy. Yes. Meaty.
2: Yeah, usually I don't like champion verse, but that's, that's genuinely one I want to see. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hennessy. I really liked last night's Raw. And while he didn't return, there were several references made to Gargano in the U.S. title match. Champa put on the Gargano escape, mm-hmm. and Corey said, "If you want to do some- if you want something done, do it yourself," aka DIY. Yes, I, like it's that. This is this is less subtle, but it's still okay
3: because I think everyone knows it's almost certainly going to happen, mm. but I don't think anyone knows when it's going to
2: happen, Yeah, which is yeah. good. we're ready. Uh, Matt Hennessy again. WWE are giving Gargano the Cody treatment, where they tease and reference him, with Sean Ross Sat breaking the news that HBK was tasked with contacting Johnny for a WWE return, and WWE teasing it similar to how they did with Cody. I think he has re-signed with WWE
3: he may well have done and i think it really is a matter of time um i think he's the sort of person you would bring back during a a pay-per-view show a premium mm. live live event i just
2: don't know which one you would bring back out or the show after the pay-per-view yeah so maybe the raw after clash of the castle mm. because you're gonna have like uh you know if i if i've got my wwe triple h hat on all out is on the sunday yeah and you know that's going to be an excellent show I want to steal as much thunder from them as possible as soon as possible. Yes. So bring in Gargano on Monday night, and all of a sudden... Good idea. That's what people are talking about. Yep. Uh, Clint Devlin, going to book another return. Amos goes on, having some quick squash matches for a few weeks. After one of them, MVP calls Amos the biggest monster in wrestling. Cue the WWE return of Bronson Reed, Jonah, or Braun Strowman to squash Amos. I think Strowman's <laughs> probably more likely. Um... Jonah's Jonah, in Jonah, the G
3: one. Right Jonah now. Reed is a is a is a big bloke, as in like muscly and kind of he's got that that size. Stocky
2: of, size. I don't
3: think he's particularly tall. No, I think it would look like I think I don't, I'm not sure it would work as like the, as him being the biggest monster. Like he can just be an effective mm. kind of mid card monster, but I don't I can't see him being a guy to beat Momo's.
2: I think uh, yeah, I think Jonah is also with New Japan. It seems for moment, a, for yeah. quite a while, whereas Braun Strowman is a free agent. Uh, Nathan Portwoman. controlling his narrative. Oh, that's a good point. Watched Raw for the first time in two years. Don't think it was worth missing my reruns of Justice League Unlimited. Great wrestling. Not worth three hours of my time. The third hour is killer. Dana must worship the many-faced God. Have a great Tuesday, guys. Uh, Riot DR. I must ask, now that the is-he-Elias joke over, does Ezekiel do anything for you? He's in shape, wears Lex Luger's gear, and has a sweet top rope elbow drop. But who is he? Ergo, his sacrifice to re-energise Kevin Owens' character is most welcome.
3: Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what they're going to do with it with Ezekiel slash Elias now. Um, he's, always, he's, he's never been a... He's been a perfectly competent wrestler. He's never been someone who's excited me in the ring. Hmm. So he's always been a character wrestler for me, but I don't know what they're going to do with him.
2: But at least his Drifter persona, his Elias persona, had the the really good gimmick of the guitar yeah. and... You know, all that. Whereas Ezekiel's character is a is a one joke thing. Yeah. And and the joke has now been told. Yeah. I
3: I honestly wouldn't mind if they just went, Elias is back. Yeah. And everyone went, and he just was like, oh man, I've, I'm so sorry, I've been lost for so long. Did anything happen while I was away? Um, and then you just have him turn up one day and just crap on the crowd, which is what he's best at, and then get beaten up.
2: I can't even remember. Who wants to walk with Elias? Yes. Yeah and he just does that, and he sings a song about his brother getting beaten up, and yeah. he never liked him, Yeah, and uh, now he's here to kick some ass. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Right, the uh, Dominic Mysterio, Theory, and Brom, Baker, Brom Breaker were all born in the same year. Wow. From what I am witnessing, NXT does wonders. Dom needs to figure out who he is, other than just Rey Mysterio's kid. By the way, totally knew Rhea would wreck him after his tantrum. Uh, yeah, I... He... I also think he needs
3: to work on just the way he presents himself. I don't think Dom has a very good look, almost. I know it's quite sort of shallow of me to say that, but I don't Mm -hmm. think he looks like a pro wrestler right now. He's got quite a pudding baby face. Sort Mm. of baby face.
1: Oh,
2: and and baby faces have historically done nothing in wrestling, have they?
3: But with an actual baby face. uh, He looks like a big child, Mm. um, and I think...
2: There's something needs to change with his just just general presentation. Well, if he if he becomes goth teenager mm-hmm. and joins Judgment Day, maybe that will do it. Possibly. Finn Brannan, I think I might start watching WWE again. I'm excited about the future for once. See you guys in London next month. Love the Findicator. Yes. Of course. A Clash at the Castle, we are hosting a live watch-along party oh, in London. That sounds fun. Uh, the link is in the video description below. Go get your tickets now. They're selling fast. They
3: are selling We've fast. We've already
2: sold over half of them. Mm. So very exciting. I'll hot tag to you for the remainder.
3: Uh, yeah, so <coughs> the final five for now. Uh, Charles Burke says, So one time I was given the compliment of, Oh, you're actually pretty handsome. That was the worst compliment I've ever received. But that, of course, was until Andy, sweet, rare, lucid Andy, gave me the compliment of, you're a soda mountain. I did say that.
2: What does that mean?
3: Well, Berg is Swedish, from, or Berry is Swedish hmm. for mountain. Um, Charles, why did I say soda mountain? Well, yeah. I'm glad that I could help, and I, but I honestly cannot remember why.
2: Charles continues.
3: Oh, I think it's only fair that I give you a bad compliment. Don't you agree? Wait for Andy to say something. something. It doesn't matter if you agree. Andy is very trustworthy and good person, but it's not because of his weak body or poor posture. (laughs) He's just kind. I do have a terrible posture. My my physio keeps straightening me up. Mm. Um... Ollie uh, Rainbow Snack says, Ollie, I made the same joke you made about Dominic in the Discord server a few days ago and multiple people shamed me for the horniness. Ironically, this was while people were uh, expressing big... Just feelings. Feelings for Rhea Ripley sharing pictures of that
2: pin. What was it? Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just making a silly, sexy joke. Which pin was it? Uh, I don't know. Did she sit on someone's face know. or something? Uh,
3: Benjamin Gabriel has been a member for five months in a row. <laughs> so, Ollie, are you still happy with the punishment?
2: I think the punishment's worked out pretty well. Having to review Raw. Yeah, this is. For now. I mean, to be honest, this, like I said, this was quite a boring episode. But I am really curious. Um, and
3: O2 Tenker says, "Who are we, Andy fans? What do we like? Puns." How are we called? Fandies. Looks like I'll go back to watching Raw so that I can be in awe. Well, well if you want to watch me, this don't keep watching
2: Raw because this is my last one. Yeah, Luke's back from holiday tomorrow. Mm. But thank you very much for, for joining You're welcome. the Raw review and, and helping me in this punishment. Oh, it's been so tough. Yes, a punishment that, oh. I, that I personally gave you. Uh, But yes, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you ever so much for all your Ultra Chats, everybody, and for watching Raw with us. It's pretty good these days. Um, Go over to the link in the video description below to check out how you can get tickets. Don't forget the poll results. Don't forget the poll results. What is the poll result? Three out
3: of four has been given 66%.
2: And four out of four. 21%. And one out of four, and one percent. So three out of four was the uh, winner guarantee. of the polls, yes. Um, but thank you, everybody. Yes, click the link in the video description below to check out how you can get tickets for our Clash at the Castle live watch along party. We'll all be there. But for now, jam that jam. Jam that jam.